Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers and they've hit a little bump in the road and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Everybody, Bob Stauffer with you. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex, a local Alberta company that supports local business and charities. Digitex is 630 Cheds. Copy your team. Well, kind of stunning news there to open the show. Just heard Eileen Bell. Avicii. I, like, Brendan, this is a guy that's, I mean, he's like your age, isn't he? Well, he's 28, yeah. I mean, one of the first DJs I've ever, you know, watched live. It was the reason I started liking this music is because of him. So I'm shaken up by the news. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Passing away at the age of 28, um, the cause of death has yet to been has, hasn't been released yet. So we'll find out why. But uh, it's tragic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I hear that song all the time on all those different singing shows. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You got the, the Voice and American Idol and uh, X Factor. I, I like the ones with Simon Cowell. I'll admit to that. And some have said maybe you know. When I wear the black T-shirt a bit and start evaluating what it's like, I forget it. Uh, well, that's one of the biggest songs of all time. Yes, it is. Yes, I've, I've actually, Brendan. I've, I, you know, okay. I do. Well, I, I do have. I, I have know. an eleven-year-old son and a fourteen-year-old daughter, and drive them to school every morning when I'm in town. So, uh, I lose the battle for which. And, and right now, there's lots of uh, parents uh, driving, listening to others now that are laughing, going, "Stoffer, I know exactly what it's like." Like it usually lends itself to uh, some somewhat animated. Conversation, especially when I'm coming back from a road trip and get in around two thirty or three o'clock in the morning, and you're up to drive the kids. 
kids off to school at uh, 7.45 to 8 o'clock and they want control over what we're listening to. One of them happened, one of the stations they want to listen to happens to be part of the chorus family. So uh, that works out. But yeah, we have some. Uh, so I have heard of some of those songs, those newfangled songs. I mean, it's not like when I'm thinking DJ, I'm not thinking Wolfman Jack. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going far that that far back. Or even Bruce Kenyon. See, I have no idea who you're talking You have about. no idea. Bruce Canyon, no. <laughs> Bruce Canyon uh, <laughs> used to be at an FM station in town that's not part of the chorus cluster. Okay. He is a great guy. I mean, just a great guy. Pretty good hockey player as well. And uh, he and Terry Evans at one time were called the uh, the Gretzky-Messier combination. That lasted about a year. Uh, it's radio. You can only afford one of those guys. But Bruce spent about the last 20 years down in Calgary before, I think, recently uh, retiring. This, In fact, he worked at a chorus affiliate in Calgary for a number of years. This is Oilers now. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, coming up on today's show, first half hour of the show, we'll uh, review uh, games last night. Uh, some interesting developments on that front. We are going to play a couple clips from Dan Marr. He's the director of Central Scouting uh, for the National Hockey League. Uh, the Oilers, of course, don't know where they're picking yet. They will pick either first, second, third, or more likely 85% chance they'll be drafting 9 through 12. Brendan, I saw that you put out a tweet today saying that you want to you don't want to trade that pick 9 through 12. You want to hand it over to to Keith Gretzky. Now, why would that be the case? Why have you developed this uh sudden belief in Keith Gretzky? Well, here? I know you've been talking a lot about uh, the draft with Boston that landed Pasternak, Bork. Right. Danton Heinem, I believe, is the other one. Yeah, and Ryan Donato. The, yeah, the twenty fourteen. So. so here's what happened. So Keith Gretzky uh, ran that 2014 draft for Boston. Uh, you know, the Bruins last night uh, got the win uh, without Patrice Bergeron. Uh, they shut down Austin Matthews. Leafs fans, they ne- they maybe need to realize that Austin's only 20 years old and hockey is a team game. Because uh, I thought Matthews did some, if anything, Nylander for me was the guy that was a lot quieter than uh, Austin Matthews. I still think Austin Matthews a hell of a player and a great young player, but uh, and I've used the terms layering uh, to describe how teams were dealing with McDavid during the down the stretch, the good teams, and especially teams that got good defense. You look at Boston, granted Bergeron wasn't playing, but he's spent about 40 minutes of the series so far going head-to-head against Zdeno Chara, who is still, I don't care what anybody says, he might not be as good as he was 8 to 10 years ago. He's still a big beast to deal with. And uh, Charlie McAvoy is a pretty impressive of young defensemen that's being paired with them as well. Um, anyhow, uh, part of Boston, for me, Boston's been a complete surprise. I didn't see this. If you told me when Edmonton went into Boston in late November and, and kind of handled them pretty easily in a Sunday afternoon game 4-2, that uh, the Oilers you know, would, well, at that stage, I thought Edmonton was going to make the playoffs, and I certainly didn't think Boston would be 110-plus points. But one of the things that's come to fruition for Boston is they got a lot of young forward prospects. Uh, Keith Gretzky ran that 2014 draft, Um and first round, they got Pasternak 25th. Right now, he's a he's got the highest points per game of anybody selected in that draft year, just ahead of Leon Dreisaitl, uh, who went third. So great pick, Pasternak at 25th. Of course, he does play with Bergeron. And Marchand, that's a terrific line, but Pasternak's been fantastic in that series with and without... Uh, 
Patrice Bergeron. In the second round, they got Ryan Donato, who, frankly, I was surprised they didn't have in the lineup last night. Instead, they ended up playing, uh, what's his number, 57 there, the guy that's bounced around a bit, uh, Wingles. Oh, yeah. I, I would For me, I would have played Donato. Third round, they got Dan Heinen. He's not broke through yet, but he's a legitimate top-nine NHL player. And then they got Anders Bjork, who I've liked for a while, and I was actually hoping the Oilers might uh, find a way to procure out of Boston. So four pretty good picks there from the 2014 draft. I will tell you, Shirelli, uh, Peter Shirelli was uh, fired uh, in, I guess, April of uh, 2015 by Boston. And it's my belief that there was pretty succinct um, uh, discussion from Boston on Matthew Barzell and that that was not an option for the Bruins to take. And that came from a level above the role that Shirelli had had. So figure out what I'm saying here. And so they passed on Barzell. They did get Jake Dabrowski. He's a terrific young player. The other two guys, uh, Jacobs Robel and Zach Sinishin, I'd say are, you know, probably B-grade prospects. 2016, they hit on Charlie McAvoy. Pretty good pick. By the way... Well, that's that's another reason why you look at all these young defensemen stepping in. He's 20 years old, and he's on the first pair for Boston. He's drafted 14th, so why can't one of these other guys Uh in the draft this uh year step in in a year or two and make an impact? All right, so it, it, it all depends on your return, okay? And so yeah. we'll see. We'll but see how likely if you're trading that pick for a defensive prospect from another team or a guy that's you know playing right now. There's a reason that team is likely willing to trade that guy. Well, you know what? We're going to have that discussion with the listeners today coming down the pipe at uh, 105. We don't often take calls today. We're going to. What should the Edmonton Oilers do? Should they trade the pick? Because I think Edmonton has to take a substantial step. I mean, they took a big step forward two years ago. Significant regression this year. Maybe the team is somewhere in the middle. Uh, would you be prepared if the orders are out? If if they're in the top three, there's no way they're trading the pick because they're yeah, getting no chance. There's no chance they're trading the pick because they're getting an impact guy. But and realistically, like uh, I, and I, and the answer is I don't know. But if you're picking nine through twelve, would you be prepared to trade that pick if you could get some immediate help in a specific targeted need that you would have? So. Uh, you know, could you get? Here's an example. Could you get Ryan Ellis? Ryan Ellis is going to need a contract extension. Nashville's got a terrific top four. He's got a year left in a deal at two point five million. He's probably at least a five and a half million dollar defenseman. I think we can agree on that. Well, can the Oilers afford that? I guess. The, well, they can in a year from now. Yeah, why not? They can get creative in a year from now. They'll have some answers on some other players in a year from now too. Figure expansion as well will be in effect. Yes. That's another reason to keep the pick. That that is another reason why to keep the pick. Absolutely, I'm all for keeping that. You're, you're, yeah. So you factor in the expansion thing, and then you factor you got to factor in the caliber of the player. So I mean, obviously, you're not risking that pick for if it's nine, ten, eleven. Even if it's nine, ten, or eleven, or twelve, that's a different pick than sixteen. But the Reinhardt trade, that's that's obviously not one that worked out for him. It was a bad trade for the Oilers. Uh, conversely, would you trade uh, would you trade the nine through twelve pick for some immediate help? We'll have that conversation coming down at one oh five. And here's how you can get hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. The River Cree springing back Cash Linko. Come down, enter a chance to win your share of up to seventy two thousand in April. Must be a Players Club member to win. Visit the River Cree for full contest details. You can email us at oilersnow at 630chat.com. You can text us at 630-630. Brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride.
We are on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan at Brendan Ulrich for podcasts of the show, which are brought to you by our friends at uh, who's who's got our podcast? Jack Cookson and the folks at Pro Am Sports. Uh, and how do people access us via podcast? Because I know they're very popular, Brendan. Uh, go to Oilers Now. Uh, just Google it on uh, the Google machine, or you can uh, subscribe on iTunes to Oilers Now. Stoffer Inspector every Tuesday for Horse Racing Alberta HRA Live Thoroughbred Racing returns to Northlands Park May fifth. Um, I think Mark said last night Jake DeBrusque was going to have a big night. Well, he turned out to be right on that front. Scored a huge goal for Boston. Elliot Freeman for the River Cree Resort and Casino at 12.35 today on Oilers Now. And uh, 1.05 today, Al May out of NBC Sports Washington. You make the call at 1.05 on today's edition of Oilers Now. Two quick clips uh, coming up here from Dan Marr from NHL Central Scouting. Because I know how much he loves making comparisons to players. We asked him, uh, Rasmus Dahlin, uh, the consensus number one overall pick, who does he remind him of? I've been fortunate they've been able to uh, spend some time with him and he uh, he really reminds me of Victor Hedman. Okay. Just the makeup, the personality, uh, the approach and maturity to his game and you know, and and he's a pretty complete guy. Like he's got some grit and edge to his game. He's just not you know, in addition to the skills that he brings in the in the excellent hockey sense that he has. All right, that is Dan Marr. Uh, one of the questions we asked uh, was about Brady Kachuk in terms of how he compares to Matthew Kachuk. The Oilers passed on Matthew Kachuk and took Yessa Pugliarvi, who was a consensus top three pick in 2016. Here is Dan Marr's response on the comparables between Brady and Matthew Kachuk. They, they have the same competitive game. And, uh, you know, I would say... Uh, they're more similar than dissimilar. I, okay. I, I do think Brady's a little better skater and a little bigger. Okay. And, you know, Brady is a young freshman in that league. He wasn't getting points at the start of the year, but when you watched him play, he was playing the game where he was getting chances. He was creating chances. And that's all you need to see because you know he has that game. And then by the time the World Juniors came along, he was playing and producing, but he's got that Kachuk game to the net. And you you give them a chance, they're going to finish. And, you know, Brady might have a more finesse game to finish, but, but Matthew's a finisher as well. So, like, they have a lot more similarities and dissimilarities, okay. but I think even when you talk to the dad and Matthew, they were saying they thought Brady might be the best. All right, that is uh, Dan Marr. One more comment because uh, so the consensus is Dolan is number one, and then you've got Svechnikov, Kachuk, and Zadina, two, three, and four, not necessarily in that order. They're all wingers. And then there's a couple defensemen, including Evan Bouchard, who uh, can bomb the puck, played for the London Knights, which is an organization that has accelerated the path for a bunch of guys to the NHL already. Here is Dan Marr's comments about the London Knights defensemen. Well, Evan Bouchard, he has eyes in the back of his head. He's he's the best passer in this draft class. And it, it doesn't matter what zone he's in, if he's being checked or not, he can advance the puck, move the puck, and make the play. So that's what really makes him stand out. And he's got a really good uh, mental makeup where he you, you never get rattled. He's always composed. 
All right, that is Dan Marr from uh, NHL Central Scouting. Bob Stoffer with you. 1220 in Edmonton. This tweet comes in, and you can tweet me at Bob underscore Stoffer at any time. Uh, tweeting in quickly here is John. He says, I'm with Brendan Ulrich. Keep this year's first rounder and trade the 2019 number one. So that is uh, one of the perspectives that is out there right now. Let's get to about last night. Two games on tap in the National Hockey League. And... You had the Boston Bruins knocking off the Toronto Maple Leafs 3-1 NTO despite the fact that they did not have uh, one of the best two-way centers in the NHL, Patrice Bergeron, available. Judd Surratt with the goal call, Brad Marchand making it 2-1. Two-on-one, maybe. Pasternak over the line, right side. Centers Marchand. He scores! Pasternak raced into the right circle, fed it across to the near side. Anderson had committed, and Marchand fired it into an empty cage. 2-1 Bruins. Around to the near side, Dermott gave it away. Two-on-one, potentially. Krejci over the line, right side, into the right circle. Centers, fired, they score! David Krejci, two-on-one, goes cross-ice to Jake DeBrus, who snapped it in. 3-1 Bruins. That's uh, Judd Surratt doing the call for the Boston Bruins. 3-1, they get the win again. Hey, that was a good road Props game. to you, Bob. You called uh, Boston yesterday. I, I got one right. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I, I think you called Washington, did you not? Yes, but I took Toronto as well. So, uh, I got okay. that one well, so well, whatever. Uh, 50%, John, that's good. Good enough. John John Walton had this to say. Uh, he is the play-by-play voice of the Washington Capitals, and he got pretty excited after Alexander Ovechkin made it 3 nothing in a Caps. 4-1 victory last night in Columbus to tie the series 2-2. Coming now is Wilson. Right side into the circle. A shot blocked and rubbed down by Cole. Coming away. The shot. They score. Wilson gets it out to Ovechkin. It's a five-on-five goal for Alex Ovechkin with 17-11 to go. It's three. Nothing. Washington. There you go. So, Capitals uh, get the win there. So, here's where we're at. Toronto's up three games. Or, check that. Boston's up three games to one over Toronto. Are the Bruins going to close this thing out in five? I don't know. <laughs> Matthews, I don't. I think Matthews still has something to say. You think so? Kadri will be back game five. That's uh, That's been a big I think one. they can win one. I don't think they'll come back. I, we'll I, I, I must say this, and this is going to upset the Leafs fans out there, and I'm not trying to uh, blow sunshine up the pervert. What were the combined shots for and against in the two games between Edmonton and Toronto this year? Like the Oilers had a, the Oilers were four twelve at home against the Eastern Conference. They were not a great team. Let's face it, the game against Toronto, the Oilers with uh, a struggling. Uh, the two games they played Toronto this season. Do you know who the goaltender was for both games? Guy that finished the year in the American Hockey League. If I'm not mistaken, the shots were like 70 to 40 over the two games for Edmonton. I would say Toronto was, you know, obviously Freddie Anderson gave them some stellar starts this year, but I think he also camouflaged some things. Uh, Clearly, Tampa Bay and Boston were better teams than Toronto. Now watch Toronto come back and and make it a series. I I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, I think that Boston's going to get her done here. I think Toronto probably is in the 8 through 16 range in terms of where they're at team-wise in the NHL right now, which is above the Edmonton Oilers. But I will say again that the Oilers, uh, in my opinion, easily could have won both games. I mean, I think they had over 45 shots on Curtis McElhaney in the second of a back-to-back for Edmonton, a second of a back-to-back uh, for Toronto, but the Oilers were starting 
uh, Brassois both games. He gave up the first shot he faced in that game, and then the Oilers just couldn't score, and they hit about four or five goalposts, but they outplayed the Leafs. And that was after the two teams had played in Edmonton on November 30th. And if you recall, Toronto had built up a 2 nothing lead. And, um, you know, I'll be honest, I got a little... Here's, here's my thing with Toronto. I get the sense sometimes that some of the people... I mean, their, their organization hasn't won a Stanley Cup since 1967. People talk about Oilers fans living in the past. Uh, a lot of people in Toronto seem to think that uh, they know better than any, anywhere else. Uh, um, Pat Quinn, God rest his soul, was uh, considered a, a, a god in Toronto by the time he came to Edmonton. Uh, he, and he may have already been fighting a bit of an illness at that time, but he was not the same guy he once was. And, and hey, it was the Toronto-based uh, media that really pushed Dallas Aikens. And, I, you know, Dallas has spent the last three years back in the American Hockey League. Now, I wonder whether or not Anaheim looks at Dallas Aikens now and potentially makes a change with Randy Carlisle. I'm not sure. But eh, just, just uh, you know, sometimes they prop things up. We'll have those numbers for you when we come back on orders now in terms of uh, shots for over those two-game uh, stretch between the Maple Leafs and the orders this season. When we come back, we'll get to NHL Today, brought to you by our friends from Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear, this is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and Hologram, you know it's 100% authentic and memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, November 30th uh, this year, what was the shots for and against Edmonton and Toronto? Uh, November 30th was, just one second. I thought you wrote it down. You didn't write it down? I did, but I didn't mark down the dates. for. for okay, well, the first game. What was the first game? First game was uh, 45-35. Okay, and the Oilers lost. Was that 5-4 or 6-4? That was the game that Russell put the puck in his own 6-4, net. 6-4, yeah. 6-4, they got an empty netter. All right, so 45-35, and then December the 10th, we were in Toronto on a Sunday night. What was the... Uh, Shots in that baby. 41-23 in favor of the others. All right. So they 86-58 to 58 over the two games. You know, and, and the Leaf fans are texting me saying, Stauffer, your team's own 4 against Toronto over the last two years. Okay. I'm just saying, I thought there were other teams in the Eastern Conference more impressive than the Maple Leafs uh, that we saw this season. Here we go. Let's get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. Three games tonight. Pittsburgh Penguins can win their ninth consecutive playoff series with a victory tonight in Philly. Patrick Hornquist remains out. As for the Flyers, Sean Couturier will be a game-time decision. Philly has not played Pittsburgh the way they used in the playoffs. Played, In fact, by, doing, by not doing that, they've played right into Pittsburgh's strength. The uh, Minnesota Wild are at the Winnipeg Jets. Jets lead the series three games to one. Josh Morrissey out due to his suspension. Tyler Myers took part in the morning skate. Tucker Poolman expected to stay in for the Jets. Colorado Avalanche, the National Predators. Preds have a 3-1 series lead. The Hamburglar, Andrew Hammond, starts in goal for the Avs. Ryan Hartman out with a suspension. 
Scott Hartnell in for the Preds. Bill Peters exercised his opt-out clause. He's resigned as head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes after four seasons behind the bench. Rampant rumors that he'll ultimately end up in Calgary. Finalists for the Norris Trophy, Drew Doughty, Victor Hedman, P.K. Subban. I think Hedman wins. WHL playoffs. Stuart Skinner and Swift Current host Lethbridge game one tonight. Stoffer call. Broncos in five over the Hurricanes. Everett and Tri-City will play in the other series that gets going tonight. Stoffer call. Tri-Cities in five in that series. That is NHL Today brought to you by our friends Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell.